Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey, yo, guys. How are you doing today? There's a lot of exciting things happening with this podcast, so you'll just have to stay tuned. I, I'm, I don't know. Things are just in the works and I'm doing a lot of extra stuff behind the scenes so I'm excited about that and I've also just been enjoying making this podcast for you. Each Friday rolls around and I just get very excited and very thrilled to see what your guys' reaction is going to be and I'm just really enjoying it. So thank you for all of the ideas you guys have been sending in and all the kind messages you've been giving me. It reminds me of why I'm doing this podcast and I hope that I can continue to improve it so it can help more and more people. So thank you. So are you guys ready to talk about the most terrifying thing in the world? (laughs) Like it's the most horrifying thing I can possibly think of. (laughs) It's weight gain. And I kid a little bit, not to joke. I understand that a lot of people have a big fear of weight gain. I'm just trying to, trying to be a little bit silly, but we're going to talk about weight gain today. I think it's important I discuss this since weight gain is obviously a huge fear a lot of people have when struggling with an eating disorder. I'm going to go over why you fear weight gain, what's going on in your mind there that's causing the fear, and if you have to gain weight in recovery. A couple things I want to say before this episode. More disclaimers. One, this is a touchy subject. A lot of people say in the eating disorder community that you have to just accept all weight gain that comes. If you happen to gain weight, so be it, and you're kind of stuck with that weight gain, but I disagree. Now, obviously, if you are underweight, and by that I mean if your BMI states that you are underweight, then I think you should obviously gain weight. It doesn't have to be tons, but just enough to get you back into a healthy, functional range. And yes, I understand that BMI is a poor system for measuring someone's health. It only takes into account your height, your weight, and spits out a number, not taking into account your bone density, body fat percentage, muscle density, what you ate the day before, etc. But for a general rule of thumb, it's a good reference to start with to see if you are underweight or overweight. Two. I think you can be whatever weight you want to be. Hopefully the weight you want to be is within reason, meaning it's not hurting you in any way, whether it's severely overweight or severely underweight. Both of those things can be damaging. However, I do believe that everyone should be able to live their own life and do what they want to do as long as it's not hurting others. I am in no way saying that you have to lose or gain weight. Do what you want with your body. But for those of us that have struggles with binging and purging, we fear that if we fully commit to recovery, that we will gain a bunch of weight because we won't be able to control how much food we consume. If that's you, then this episode is for you. You are most likely in a normal weight range, or really close to it, and don't need to lose or gain weight. But the way you've been maintaining your weight is through purging. I think it's important to ask yourself first, why are you so scared to gain weight? What thoughts come up in your mind when you think about this, when you think of the idea of gaining weight? I'm going to pause for a few seconds while you answer this for yourself. For me, I was scared of weight gain because I thought it made me a failure. 
I thought it was just visual evidence that once again, Jacqueline could not keep it together. I thought it meant that I was unlovable and disgusting. However, I have overweight family and friends in my life, and I had them the whole time I was going through my eating disorder as well, and long before it. I never once thought these things about them. I only thought these things about myself. The problem is we think that being skinny and shredded means that we've made it, that we are worthy, that we are accomplished and lovable. It's understandable. Society puts a ton of value on how people look. Everyone on Instagram, even the people that are trying to be body positive and vulnerable or real, I guess you could say, curate how their feeds look to try to make the most aesthetically pleasing profile you've ever seen. And it makes sense. Visuals are the first thing we can use to judge anything. If you came to my website and it was a completely awful looking website and very shady, very not kind of strange looking, I'm sure you wouldn't spend much time on my website. It's totally natural and human to do those things. You see something and you judge it without thinking. And when it comes to bodies, we do the same thing. But even when society puts such a value on these things, unless you are an Instagram model, then your looks shouldn't be the most important thing in your life. And even then, I would argue that looks still should not be the most important thing in their lives. Beauty fades. Youth goes away. You can maintain a physically fit body, and by all means do that. But you will get wrinkles and gray hair. Your skin will change. Your body shape will change at some point. It's part of being human. And when you put all your eggs in one basket, which is the basket of beauty, you have nothing else. When you are consumed with the idea of being the most aesthetically pleasing version of yourself, you become a pretty shell. All you can think about is how many calories you've consumed, how you look, what other people are thinking about how you look, and how to maintain that. There's nothing else going on in your mind. Now, I'm not saying that you just have to throw in the towel and give up on your physique goals completely. I lift weights and I have physique goals. I purposefully go to the gym five days a week, partly because I love it and it makes me feel good and there are health benefits to lifting weights, but I also do it because I'm trying to shape my body to look a certain way. I'm totally trying to manipulate my body, but it doesn't consume my entire life. My aesthetic goals are just one of the many things I'm chasing after. Bigger goals for me are improving my relationships, my own self-development, and improving my quality of life. At the end of the day, even if you are the most gorgeous person on the planet, what is it worth if you have nothing else? A lot of us think that if we reach our weight goal, we will be happy. But I am telling you, I can guarantee you, that this is a false belief. Losing weight does not equate to happiness. It equates to momentary highs and dopamine hits when you see the number on the scale and your new body in the mirror. But those moments are like candy. They give you a quick sugar hit and then you crash. That isn't happiness. Even if you're in a smaller body, you will still have all the same problems that you once had. You will just be a smaller version of yourself. And if the bigger version of you hated yourself, then the smaller version of you will hate yourself. To be truly happy, it has to come from you. You have to be happy as is no matter what, because it could all disappear tomorrow. Think of what's going on right now. In the span of a few months, the world completely changed from a pandemic. And the lies we knew suddenly looked very different. The variables in life always change, but you can accept yourself as you are and be happy with you no matter what, no matter what happens. Only then will you be able to achieve sustainable emotional balance. You can accept yourself where you are and still want to lose weight. You can say, 
body, I respect, and I love you. And I appreciate what you do for me. And I am going to try to lose weight because I want to be more visually appealing. Or maybe it's for health reasons. But I still love you. And I am going to lose weight in a way that honors you and still gives you the nutrients and love you deserve. Think about it. What if you lost weight in a sustainable, long-term way that didn't put your body through hell? What would that look like? Again, I'm going to pause and I want you to actually answer the question for yourself. When I set out to recover, I first only focused on that. I just focused on not binging and purging. Sometimes people just focus on not purging in recovery, but the binging still continues. If you do this, I still think that's a great method since purging makes binging so much more addictive. Purging, in a sense, washes away the calories that you just ate, even if there's more severe consequences later on. So if you don't purge, it really incentivizes you not to binge. However, I set out to stop binging, because if I didn't binge, then I wouldn't purge. That was how my bulimia worked. If you are someone who purges no matter what you eat, then yes, trying to break the habit of purging first is what you need to focus on. But if you are like me, focusing on not binging is an excellent long-term solution to recovery and not gaining a ton of weight. Because if you focus on just not purging, you still are left with the consequences of binging, which are kind of hard to deal with. It's hard to just let yourself binge and gain a bunch of weight. When I focused on not binging, this turned out to be an excellent long-term solution to recovery and not gaining a ton of weight. I did end up gaining about five pounds, give or take. This was because I would still slip up and overeat, and I didn't understand how my hunger cues worked or what they felt like at all. And that's part of recovery too. You first have to recover and then you have to learn how to actually eat food. So I would eat when I wasn't actually hungry. However, I was already at a higher weight. I was already at 167 pounds roughly when I tried to just to recover. So my bulimia hadn't really been that effective at keeping my weight under control anyway. But focusing on recovery and nothing else helped me recover faster. I stopped purging completely after a month of trying. I just went all in. And I stopped binging after two months. Then, after a few months of not thinking about bulimia and trying to understand how to eat normally, I still wanted to lose weight. And not in a, you're disgusting and you need to lose weight sort of way. In a, I respect my body, but I think I prefer to lose a little bit of weight despite that. I set out to lose weight in a permanent way. I lost body fat in a way I could live it. Meaning, anything I did in weight loss was something I had to be able to do for the rest of my life. And I learned this method from Corinne Crabtree. She has the podcast on losing 100 pounds. I gave up the idea of trying to lose weight all in this short amount of time because I wasn't in a rush to lose weight anymore. Because I understood that it wouldn't make me happy. And I was happy as is, I just still wanted to lose weight. So there wasn't this huge urgency to lose the weight and do ridiculous things like um, severely restricting my calories or binging and purging. I ended up losing about 13 pounds in the span of six months. That's pretty much a half a pound a week. It's extremely slow weight loss. But because of that, 
it was so easy to maintain. It didn't feel like I was making huge unsustainable sacrifices or I didn't have tons of urges to binge because I wasn't severely depriving myself. I wasn't restricting my calories to the maximum amount. I would just have a little less ice cream one day or I would have a little bit more broccoli. I would make tiny changes like taking one more walk or something or you know eating just a little bit less food and seeing how my body felt and react to it. I made tiny habit changes that accumulated to the weight that I am now, that I am easily maintaining. And if you want to find out more about sustainable weight loss tactics, go back to episode 5, Tiny Habit Changes for Permanent Weight Loss and Recovery. And in that episode, I talk more about how to make tiny habit changes and how effective they can be in weight loss. And my weight is actually still going down, um, slowly but surely, but I'm not as focused on it anymore. If I lose weight, a little bit more weight, I'm okay with that. I'm at a very, very healthy body fat percentage. I'm very functional, and I like how my physique looks. I probably wouldn't mind it if it was maybe a few pounds less in fat, but it's not such a dire thing to me anymore, and I'm sure my weight will fluctuate as weight normally does. So can you recover and be at a sustainable weight that you want it to be at? Yes. And recovery doesn't mean that you have to gain a bunch of weight, but you should expect that realistically you may gain a bit of weight. But even if you do, you need to remind yourself that it is not permanent. You need to understand it can come off your body just like it came on. I think a big fear of weight loss is that people think they're never going to be able to lose the weight once they put it on. But that's not true. You've been able to lose weight before, and you can lose weight again. And just ask yourself, is it possible for me to lose weight in a sustainable way? And you can usually answer that and say, yes, of course it's possible. If you gain weight, see it as an opportunity to love yourself and have compassion for yourself. Look at it as a learning opportunity in the meantime while you're trying to recover. Because if you can love yourself throughout anything you will have a much better life. And if this all sounds awful to you and you want me to give you some sort of solution for how to recover without gaining weight, I'm sorry. I don't think you have to gain a ton of weight to recover and I don't think it's completely necessary, but I'm saying realistically, you might gain a bit of weight, but you probably won't gain much, especially if you focus on not binging. However, you need to remember the faster you recover, the faster you can focus on sustainable eating and weight loss the faster you can have a life that isn't consumed by body weight and food. Focusing on one habit at a time is much more efficient than trying to do multiple things at once. So for example, you could try to recover and lose weight at the same time while I don't recommend it. Maybe since you're trying to break very ingrained, very hard to break habits, it's going to take you three months to recover or maybe a year to recover and meanwhile you're also trying to restrict your diet a little bit you're trying to make tons of changes and your weight will probably fluctuate back and forth and so it may take you a year to recover and lose weight at the same time versus what if you got the recovery done up front and it took you maybe three months to recover or a month it did only take me a month and I was definitely a hardcore bulimic like, I don't want you guys to think that I'm sp some special snowflake. I was struggling very hard. Just go back and listen to my first episode. But once I went all in on my recovery, and I just committed to being there for it no matter what, no matter what happens, I'm here for it, then I was able to recover really fast because I was done with it, and I was ready. And then I had all the time in the world, and I was able to learn how to intuitively eat much faster because I wasn't still trying to recover. 
And then after that, I was able to focus on weight loss in a very pleasant, sustainable, long-term way. And I didn't have to think about bulimia the whole time or worry about, am I going to binge? Am I going to purge? Because I already learned that. It makes it much easier. It makes it more sustainable. You learn things quicker, one step at a time. We're not natural-born multitaskers, even though a lot of us tend to think that we can multitask. You can't. Trust me. So first, focus on loving yourself no matter what. That's number one. Nothing else. Then focus on not binging and purging. Then focus on intuitive eating and understanding your hunger cues. And we can do a whole episode on that because that topic deserves its own segment. Then focus on slow, sustainable weight loss if you feel like that is still something you desire. As long as it's coming from a place of compassion, not self-hatred. All right, guys, that wraps up today's episode. If you guys want to take these steps further, the best way to recover is to have one-on-one coaching, someone supporting you every step of the way. I offer recovery and weight loss coaching where you get weekly meetings with me, a downloadable program, and a 24-7 hotline for when you need help in the moment. You can find out more at bingemakers.com. And if you're having trouble figuring out how to stop the self-loathing and negative thoughts, I highly recommend that you download my free Drop the Self-Judgment course. It will help you stop the negative thoughts floating around in your head and create a new regimen on how to think positively about yourself. This is a really key step in recovery, and that's why I created it for you. You can find the link to that in the show notes below. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. As you are listening to this, I will actually be back in my hometown on my parents' farm for the 4th of July, which I am very excited for. I grew up in the middle of nowhere in the country, surrounded by cows and barn cats and um, lots of those things. Uh, I really... I have friends growing up, but a lot of my friends were um, <laughs> animals, barn animals. So it's always fun to go back to my roots and enjoy the country life. It's it's pretty quiet. I live in the city now, and I miss it from time to time. So I'll be doing that for the 4th of July. Uh, hopefully you guys can also find some sort of peace and serenity in your weekend, be it just taking a walk or curling up with your favorite book. Whatever helps you relax that doesn't have to do with binging and purging, take some time for yourself this weekend. and try to relax, get some self-care in. Oh, and also, stay tuned. There may or may not be a little bonus episode coming out tomorrow. I couldn't tell you guys for sure. I can't I can't disclose that information yet, but there may there may be something coming out tomorrow. So, so keep your um keep your phones around you. Maybe if you need an extra podcast to listen to, stick around. Just keep keep yourself updated. <laughs> You'll just have to wait and see. Anyways, I hope this episode has helped some of you guys out with the fear that you have of weight gain. I promise you that you can be the world's most aesthetically pleasing person, but you can still hate yourself and be miserable in that body. Weight does not equate to happiness, no matter what size you are. Please, please start practicing respect, compassion, and love for yourself. You deserve it. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye!